Hey everyone, I'm Aaron Moore from AC Ministries. This is our podcast that we'll be adding to frequently. We hope that something you hear will help you through your day. If you'd like to see more of us, you can check us out on Facebook at AC Ministries WV. You can also find us on Instagram at AC underscore ministries. We hope that you have a great day and I pray that God blesses you in every way possible. Hey everybody, I'm Aaron. And I'm Carly. And we're AC Ministries. We've got something a little bit different for you today. We're going to do a uh, kind of like a two-part deal, but it's all going to be one big, wonderful episode. Carly's got part of it today, and it's going to be titled God's Heart. She's going to be talking about the love of God and different things like that. And mine's going to be called Fire in the Bones, which has to do with Jeremiah chapter 20, verse 9. So we're going to get things underway here. Carly, why don't you just uh, go ahead and get us started? Hey guys, how are you guys doing today? Um, so what I kind of want to do is go into the process of God's heart and um, the fact that when God puts something on your heart, it's actually meaning that it's on his heart too. Kind of like if he's telling you to go and, and talk to someone, it's because he's feeling like that person needs um someone to go over there and talk to them as well this statement opens up kind of a new vision into the deepness of god we think we we see things at face value kind of like we see through um something darkly but whenever everything is cleared up it's it's like a a revelation like an awe moment um we have the knowledge and the understanding of love but not the deepness of God's love. We we know what love, the basis of love, what it means. It, it means to love your neighbor, love your friends, love your brothers and sisters, you know, just, you know, love, love, love. But love is more than just a thought of it. It's an action. Um, so when you feel joy it's because he feels joy also when we feel the deepness of his love god is feeling the same deepness of love that we have for him so when you are broken it's because god is broken too people say all the time i want to go deeper with god but they ask the question how do i go deeper we come to a point where we have all the knowledge and all the understanding that we can get and we feel like we are stuck not knowing how to get over that barrier when you know there is something more powerful on the other side and that's kind of like where where I want to kind of go with on this today is the fact of there's a barrier between your heart and God's heart it's kind of like you you know that there's something there that is more deeper into God's heart and and you want to get there but you don't know how well in 1st Corinthians chapter 13 I'm gonna kind of summarize the first few verses it, it says though I speak with the tongues of men and angels and though I have the gift of prophecy and underst- understand all mysteries and all knowledge and even have all faith to remove mountains if I do not have charity if I do not have love I am nothing that is the wall right there without love I am nothing we cannot go into 
the heart of God. We cannot feel what God is feeling if we do not have love and intimacy with God. Or even whenever we have that love and intimacy with God, the barrier between getting through to somebody else is based on the love you have for them. Um, So, when... um, Whenever it it says that we are nothing, it's not saying that um, we we are are nothing to God. It, it's just saying that all these other things will never profit us anything if we do not have love, because love is the, is the key to entering into heaven. Um, but if we have the love of God, like He loves uh, loves us, then I can reach the deepness of his mighty power. It is through the mercy and brokenness that we find true love. Whenever we are broken in our heart, we are vulnerable. And whenever we are vulnerable, that means an intimacy can come in. That means no barriers is right there. So so you're allowing something to come into your heart whenever there is a brokenness because there is no barriers. And whenever we have that brokenness and, and stuff like that, that's whenever we find true mercy for the soul or, or for whatever it might be. Um, when our hearts break for more for the lost soul than the worldly tribulations we might face we come to a sense of realization of why jesus died for us it's it's more than just the fact of we want them to go to heaven it's more than just the fact of we want them saved it's the fact of oh my gosh if they are not saved if they are are not on their way to heaven they're going to die and they're going to burn up and they're going to have eternal separation from god's love um you whenever you realize why jesus died for us you it's more of a real of a realization that he would rather face the destruction of his own body his own flesh by dying on the cross and everything else that he went into the fact of the the plucking of the beard and and the the beating of the cat and nine tails and and the shoving down of the crown of thorns upon his head and walking up that uh, up mount gotha and and everything else and it, it's it's more than than just that we he would rather face all the destruction than to know that all of his creation everything that he put his whole entire heart into would spend an eternity with a complete separation from his love that is powerful knowing that he suffered so much not because he was like okay i'm gonna do all this so that they can go to heaven no it was the fact that he loved the soul more rather than his own body he would rather have you guys in heaven and and have that just closeness with you that unity with you than that eternal separation from his love and that is powerful
Alright guys, I'm going to be taking over from here. And uh, this is a little thing that we've studied out here. And uh, it's based on Jeremiah chapter 20 verse 9. Whenever he says that his words like a fire shut up into his bones. And the original Hebrew text, Jeremiah 20 and 9, is much shorter. And if you compare each word with its definition in the Strong's Concordance, it has a different meaning. In the original Hebrew, it reads, And please excuse my poor reading of the Hebrew language, because I'm sure it sounds terrible with my horrible, horrible country accent. But it reads, Amar Zakar Debar Shem Leb Bayar Ash Etsar Etsim Leah Kaul Lakol, which is translated with the definitions to mean to say, to mention, to speak, the name, heart, to burn, or Jehovah's wrath, God's anger, to restrain, bone, to be weary, contain, and endure. Now this is what God shows me here. With the definition of the words, it kind of gives us a different meaning of this verse. And it says, Then I said to mention and to speak the name of God, my inner man burns with a consuming fire that is restrained in my body and limbs. And I am made weary by holding in the spirit and have no strength. Man, that's powerful. That is a powerful statement. It adds a new meaning to this verse of Scripture, which makes total sense, by the way. Every time we speak the name of God or mention Him, it should make our inner spirit or our inner man leap for joy. The fire that is burning within us should become out of control. But there's more to this. In the text, Jeremiah says that the word is like a fire shut up in his bones. Fire, in this in this way, according to the Strong's Concordance, is esh, but it's pronounced ash. It, on, it not only means fire, but also God's anger. So with that being the case, we could also say that by containing or quenching the Holy Ghost, we are kindling God's anger towards us. Notice how it's worded. Then I said, I will not make mention of him, nor speak any more in his name. But his word was in mine heart as a burning fire shut up in my bones. Now we could go back here and we read a lot about Jeremiah. And he gets mad and has what I like to call a pity party. And says, well, I'm not going to speak of God or speak by the authority of God anymore. And by doing so, the word is made as a fire or God's anger shut up in his bones. And we think about that, the times that we've been in different services and we have quenched the Holy Spirit. <laughs> like an old pastor friend of mine said about testifying, if you don't testify, I'm not going to get the whipping over it, you are. And we know that for a fact that whenever we quench the Holy Spirit by not obeying God, that we're the ones that get chastised over it. But now the second half of this text shows something equally as important as the first. And it says, And I was weary with forbearing, and I could not stay. What is interesting 
is the definitions for the words weary and could not stay. In the original Hebrew, weary is leah, and it means to be grieved. Could not stay is the word yakul, and it means to have no strength. And with that being said, we can make the statement that if we stop the Holy Spirit from moving, we grieve our spirit. Remember the notes about God's heart that Carly just mentioned. It is on our heart. What is on our heart is on God's as well. So if the Holy Spirit is grieved, then our spirit should be grieved as well. The next part is yakul, which means, again, to have no strength. Going by this, we can say that if we stop the spirit from moving, then we have no strength. Going further with this, we can say that if we stop the spirit from moving, then we have no strength to fight our battles. Just like the song that's out now, this is how I fight my battles. If you don't move with the spirit, you can't fight the battles. If you don't listen to the utterance of the Holy Spirit, there's no way to fight your battles. It would be like going into a fight and doing the complete opposite of what your unit is doing and not listening to your leader. Man. (laughs) It can be proven with another verse. Let's look at Revelation chapter 12 verse 11. It states, And they overcame by the blood of the Lamb and by the word of their testimony. Let's break this down as well. Word in the Strong's is the Greek word logos, which means the act of speaking. The word testimony is the Greek word maritria, which means record, record, or report. Sorry about that. Therefore, we must speak the word of report. Report of what, you ask? Well, the report of God and how He has worked and moved in our lives through and by the Holy Spirit. So the thing that I I want you to understand today is that no matter what you've been taught through religion and what you've been taught through your church, there is a Holy Spirit. Now, a lot of people, as another pastor friend of mine said, we seem to be okay with God the Father, and we're okay with Jesus, the Son of God, we're okay with that because we, we we talk about him all the time you know how good God has been and and you know Jesus loves me this I know for the Bible tells me so and and we we love Jesus so much that we even wear crosses around our necks and and different things like that to remember uh, Christ and what he's done for us but what about the third of the Holy Trinity the the third and the last one the Holy Spirit It kind of makes me think of, and this is going to sound crazy, but it kind of makes me think of three-in-one oil. They're three, and they're one. And if you leave out a third of them, then it's not a whole thing. It's not all of God. So, I don't know what you've been taught and what you've learned throughout the years, but we seem to have took the Holy Spirit out of church And it's time that we put the Holy Spirit back in and listen to the utterance of the Holy Spirit and follow the guidance of the Holy Spirit. Because as I had said here earlier, how are we going to fight our battles if we can't follow 
what God's wanting us to do through the utterance of the Holy Spirit. Hey guys, this is Aaron Moore once again. We hope that you enjoyed today's message and that maybe something that was said helped you a little bit, encouraged you a little bit, made you decide you're going to press on just a little bit more. And maybe if you're listening today and you're lost and don't know Jesus as your personal Savior, maybe something that was said touched your heart and you'll make the choice to make Jesus your Lord and Master today. You know, it's not really that hard. We're the ones that make it hard. All you have to do is confess with your mouth and believe in your heart that Jesus Christ is Lord. And it's that simple. Thank you again.